Hello, everybody. This is Gary Kay, and you're listening to a special post-ISE edition of my Rants and Rays podcast. I'm excited to be joined with Paul Vanderplatz, who is the president of ViewWall. Uh, good morning, Paul. How are you? Hi, Gary. Good, and you? I'm doing well. I should say good afternoon for for uh, for most of us. We've just crossed over in the afternoon here. Um, the uh, First off, ISE was an amazing show this year. No, no complaints from anybody. 81,000 attendees. Uh, the biggest show for ever. What are your impressions? So we had also uh, probably the best uh, ISE we've ever had, probably because of the uh, increased attendance, but also because uh, of our, um, uh, we think our, our messaging and the, the way we, we present our product ecosystem uh, is more consistent than it was before. So uh, our different product uh, ranges starts to, to come up together into a, a real ecosystem. So I think that draw a lot of attention on our side. It was really, really good. Yeah, and we actually shot four videos uh, um, it, it, in your uh, stand at ISC. You can see those at raypubs.com slash ISC 2019. All you have to do is type in view all, V-U-W-A-L-L into the video search box. I'll also link those directly in the description of this uh, podcast. But um, obviously, I mean, you, you have um, spent um, some time over the last couple of years specifically talking about sort of the ecosystem that you've built uh, within uh, ViewAll. Talk about that for a moment so that everyone understands the difference between what you're doing and what everyone else is doing in the same space. So um, what we're doing and what we, we found out from our customers is that there's more and more technologies involved when you deploy an AV uh, system in, uh, at a company. It's rarely just one uh, piece of equipment to install. For us, it would be one video wall processor. But around the video wall, there's generally many more uh, different AV equipments to install just to distribute the, the AV over IP. And most of the time, it's a mix of where someone, somewhere you have some baseband sources and somewhere you have uh, IP sources. And, and the challenge to bring all that together, the AV integrators are struggling in uh, learning to how to use new equipment every, every year. So what we're trying to do with the product range we develop is trying to develop the, the complete product but using the same core software platform so that the configuration is always the same depending independently if you're installing a complete control room video wall or a collaboration room video wall it's the same uh, same core software and you can just configure your uh, your different setups through drag and drop and the same thing through the AV over IP devices where you route your IP your settings are also uh, configured through drag and drop and what we showed this year is a unified platform where you can create a control panel just to relaunch all these uh, layouts or those, those presets you, you configured through drag and drop. So you can have a complete system across a campus. You configure all your presets just through drag and drop, save, and then create your control panel and launch your presets uh, just without having to program a single line of, uh, of code. So that means all our components, all our products, are components that can assemble like Lego blocks. So you don't have to worry so much about the integration of all that. Yeah, so that simplifies it where um, the idea behind this obviously would be that it simplifies it so that you can make changes on the fly, you can manage it without having to be 
you don't have to be an expert on network operation centers, network management, or for that matter, on how the video processing works or even matrix switching because it's all being done drag and drop in the software application itself, right? Exactly. So typically when a, an integrator does an installation, and that's the feedback we get from our uh, customers, the AV integrators, once they've done an installation, at the day of the installation, they ask the customer, okay, what setup do you want? And they configure the setup, they program the control panel, but then one month later, after using it, they say, well, I like this setup, but I'd like to modify one, one of these little things in the setup. So the integrator doesn't have to go back just for one, uh, changing one configuration of the setup. The end user has more uh, autonomy to change these setups. And these days, we all know that uh, it's hard for AV integrators to, to find service people so they'd rather get their service people deploy complete projects than just be uh, mobilized uh, uh, half a day just to change a setting on a, on a control panel. So do you see, um, this obviously is all reliant on um, putting all the legacy gear and the new AV input sources and distribution on the network in one methodology or another. Do you see, uh, well, I have a couple of questions. Number one is, what about the case where um, they don't have a 10G network, not SDVOE, or they have a, um, you know, they don't want to, they don't have the capability of doing that kind of network? What's the solution there? And then also, do you see this as sort of a um, a path to the future of distributing everything, not just the video wall application and the sign and signage applications like you're talking about? So I guess those are sort of two separate questions, but related. Okay. So there, there's uh, two main things, is the routing of the content, so whether it goes through a 10G network or a 1G network, uh, H.264 encoded, or through classical uh, HD-based-T or just HDMI, HDMI cables, that's, for me, the routing of content from a source to a display surface. Uh, the other step is the control of how you route that. And all the control happens typically on the corporate network. So the way the routing is done depends on the level of quality uh, you need for your sources. If you're, um, for you, uh, a lossless uh, transmission of the image is very important, then you'll probably use HD-based-T or SDVOE, for example, through a 10 gig network. But if latency or lossy, uh, lossy image is acceptable, then some of your content can be transmitted on, the, on a 1G network. So those are two separate networks. What we do with our uh, control system, our TRX software, is we can handle all those different networks, even the baseband sources, the HDMI or HDBST, through our TRX, we can even control matrix switches. So for us, those are all different networks that are used differently depending on the on the content you you the quality of the content you want to route, and there's a mix of everything in a, in a big AV installation typically. So, so the big difference is the control is on the corporate network, and outside of that, there's different different networks, either a standard basic switch, a 10 gig switch, or a, or a matrix, a traditional matrix switch. So you don't really care whether it's the legacy gear or the, the network gear, you can manage it either way through, through your interface. Exactly. Yeah, and so the idea behind that is you don't have to relearn how to do something as the 
the technology changes because ultimately the software interface is the same, regardless of inputs and outputs and configuration and, and, uh, and the technology that comes, like we could have something that comes along in the future, as long as you can put it, uh, as long as you can manage it through your software, it doesn't really matter to you. Exactly. So with our software, we, we manage the compatibility. So if you're trying to drag an SDVoE source onto an, uh, a, a display surface that's in your one gig uh, network, you won't be able to drag it. We'll, we'll mention the user, okay, that's not compatible. Yeah. And, and that's very important. So we strongly believe in a hybrid approach to the transition uh, from AV to IT. Yeah, and in case you haven't uh, checked out ViewWall, they're at ViewWall.com, which is V-U-W-A-L-L.com. Uh, and and um, the first, the first uh, obviously, the, the ViewWall controller, ViewScape, I think it's called, if I remember mm-hmm. properly, is sort of the key to all of this uh, simplicity in a lot of ways. But you also have other products for different applications, uh, um, including transmitters or receivers, but, but also network operation center. So we're not just talking about um, video wall from the traditional standpoint of uh, retail, but also fully functional network operation centers with the view station product. And you have a simple presentation product called uh, Coscape. Is that right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the products is really interesting. You got to have a very interesting niche. Uh, I don't think anyone else sort of has the mix of products that you have. Um, talk about, um, what we can expect to see from ViewWall as we get closer to Infocom and, and towards the fall. Um, will we see some new products? Because at ISC, mostly what you showed is sort of like all the stuff that you have now and how it works well in the, in the up implementation of the software and the new, uh, the new uh, uh, interface. But yeah. uh, what, what, what can we expect at Infocom and through the fall? So there is a, right now we have two software platforms. One is ViewWall 2 that is uh, focused mostly on all our uh, video wall processors, uh, both for meeting rooms, control rooms, um, video walls of all sorts that are based on Intel platform. And we have the TRX software that manages all the content that's AV over IP. And these, there's an overlap uh, across these two platforms. So the overlap is going to grow. It's growing every month as we're adding more and more functionality, uh, interoperability between the classical AV world and the AV over IP world. Um, so not only we're adding uh, hardware products to our line of products, but we're adding compatibility with third-party products. And that comes project after project like supporting an external matrix, which is not something we wanted to do, but we had to do it for a, for a project and now it's available for other. Okay. Projects. That's, that's an interesting way of looking at it. So basically it was from customer input and the need to be able to do this because you do have this legacy. We're not, everybody's gone to the AV over IP world yet, but you, you recognize that there was an application. So, so that begs the question. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but that begs the question. Um, how accessible are you for those custom applications like that? Because uh, uh, I'm sure that that's not the only application you're going to have. Yeah, so we're, we're typically uh, pretty flexible because we design the software to be ready to, to absorb third-party products. Because, you know, f- f- several years ago, as AV over IP was starting, uh, I really understood that there was going to be integration required 
in the field. It's, it's not true that uh, you're going to install all the system and we'll have to, to throw away all the legacy systems. Uh, my approach is just keep what's uh, still working and integrate it. So how flexible uh, we are, it's, it's always a, a business case, of course. There's a cost for everything. But since our software platform is designed uh, to make it easy to in integrate third-party uh, equipment, uh, the, the cost to access some specific uh, additions like that is, is very affordable. It has never blocked us from getting into a project. All right, so that's viewwall.com, V-U-W-A-L-L.com. Uh, and uh, Paul, thank you very much for joining me today. And of course, like I said, we did shoot four videos at ISC. We actually have a, a, a catalog of videos for ViewWall online and also the new product announcements, software updates, all available at raypubs.com. Just type in ViewWall in the video search window. Of course, to see the ISC videos, click on the link in the description of this podcast. If, if you're listening to it on the iTunes Podcast Network, then all you have to do to go, do is go to raypubs.com slash IAC2019. Type in view all in the video search window. Paul, thank you very much for uh, joining me today and explaining all this. And congratulations on an amazing show. Thanks, Gary. Thanks. And, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Everyone have a great day.